fighting soldiers from the sky. Fearless men who jump and die. Men who mean just what they say. The brave men of the Green Beret. Silver wings upon their chest. These are men, America's best. One hundred men will test today. But only three win the Green Beret. Trained to live off nature's land. Trained in combat, hand to hand. Men who fight by night and day. Courage take from the Green Beret. Silver wings upon their chest. These are men, America's best. One hundred men. We'll test today, but only three win the Green Beret. Back at home, a young wife waits. Her Green Beret has met his fate. He has died for those oppressed, leaving her. This last request, put silver wings on my son's chest. Make him one of America's best. He'll be a man. They'll test one day. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is J.R. Moore coming to you live from deep in the mountains of the Missouri Ozarks on Friday. It is Friday, the 23rd day of February, year of our Lord, 2024. Welcome to the John Moore Show. We, be we begin live broadcast with Republic Broadcasting Monday through Friday with my show, the John Moore Show. And yes, I am very proud to say we do begin with the Pledge of Allegiance on my show. Everybody stand, face the flag. Gentlemen, remove your hats, right hand over the heart. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Proper tip today is to work on your physical fitness. It's going to be different things for different people. If you have any health conditions that you're concerned about, be sure you talk to your health care professional before you do anything that can hurt you. All right. We do have patient way in the green room, my friend Randy Parker. Randy and I are going to be discussing the events today and how uh, work, living and working at the Arcave and Intentional Christian Community might just be the place you want to be. Good morning, Randy. Good morning. How are you, John? Well, I'm fantastic. Randy, uh, I was just considering something. Um, you know, the purpose of the day is to work in your physical fitness. And um, when my wife and I visited the Arcave and Community, and everybody was gathered together, I didn't really think about it until this morning, but here's what I did not see. What I did not see, Randy was any morbidly obese individuals, which uh, typically you get 100 people together. Uh, say you pick 100 people walking into a supermarket of any city, 
you're going to find probably eight or ten that are morbidly obese. But that was not the case at uh, Arkhaven. Um, and uh, I hadn't thought about it before, but that's simply the way it is, isn't it? Uh, it seems to be. You know, I never thought about that. Uh, well, I never did till this morning. That, you know, I never. Yes, but, yes. And, or, and, and for those who don't know, morbidly obese means you're 100 pounds or more heavier than what your height weight proportion should be. That's the definition of morbidly obese. Of course, morbid means yeah. death, of course. But <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, I, obviously you haven't thought about it before. I haven't thought about it before. But, uh, you know, reviewing my thoughts from that wonderful day that I spent there, that is certainly the case. And uh, that makes the uh, men and women and the children who, and I've seen a lot of obese children, by the way, and, and around in public, that makes the men, women, and children there an outstanding group of individuals compared to the general population, doesn't it? It does. I guess there's a lot of work to be done on the homestead, so uh, you're going to work a lot harder and, and exercise a lot more, um, and just a lot of those things. In fact, uh, uh, Dr. Leah, she started a, a group of ladies. They're walking uh, up the hills now, which, boy, you talking about walking the hills, you'll definitely get in shape doing that. Absolutely. Um, I, re I recall when I was in junior high school, uh, they, we did a little scientific experiment. And we had uh, these bleachers put by the football stadium, and we had to calculate how many calories we expended running from the bottom to the top of the uh, of the concrete bleachers. So a little scientific experiment. But uh, going uphill, whether you're walking or running, does certainly expend the calories very quickly, doesn't it? It certainly does, and uh, that's definitely the way that when I initially started this, I started losing weight myself, just walking up and down the hills. Something else I learned as an athlete, if I had, if I, not that I was ever heavy, but as a wrestler, my coach uh, wanted me to to get the next lower weight division, which meant, and I had that notice 24 hours before the uh, event, I had to lose 8 pounds in 24 hours, and I wasn't overweight to begin with, so I I put on two sweatsuits and ran uh, that night and ran the next morning before the weight weighed in. And I stopped, basically only drank water. Um, so I, met, I, I lost the eight pounds of, and met the, met the goal of the, of the weigh-in. But I was so weak, I couldn't even wrestle anymore. <laughs> so much yeah. for that. But uh, anyway. Um, I remember some of those things. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things athletes learn, they learn discipline. And uh, we needed a slot filled in uh, for that weight division. We had two guys in my weight division, and um, the slot was filled by, by myself. And um, I learned a lesson, and uh, the coach learned a lesson. We all learned a lesson, but uh, it's amazing what a human being can do if they put their mind to it, isn't it? It's, it's the truth, yes. I was an athlete myself, and, and uh, I wish we – I had more of that young discipline that we've had in our older years, you know, because we got to keep moving, drinking a lot of water, really applying the same uh, things that we did as athletes as as uh, as we get into our, our older years. Absolutely. Well, I recall summer football practice. Uh, we, it was two practices, one a morning and an afternoon, and we had a rest in between. Uh, that afternoon practice in uh, the high humidity, high heat Midwest, uh, it, it took a lot of discipline just to keep standing up, quite frankly. And, and Randy, quite frankly, I've never did anything in, in the U.S. Army 
uh, basic training, U.S. Army Special Forces, Vietnam. I never did anything as physically hard as summer football practice ever. Uh, and I'll tell you, Randy, it, it helped make me the man that I am, uh, uh, that I, I learned I could do things physically that I never thought I would be able to do. And that, that also translates into uh, mental discipline also, doesn't it? It does, absolutely. Um, I don't know if you know this about me, but I had a chain of, of martial arts studios uh, in my younger years. And uh, also I pole, pole vaulted and was a quarterback of the football team. But uh, I think that certainly the disciplines that we learned in, in sports helped us mold and, and shape who we are as disciplined as older people. Well, Randy, that explains something about your persona of uh, uh, my quarterbacks I worked with, I worked with about four different quarterbacks in, in my years as a football player. And, and uh, you were, as a, as a quarterback, I'm, I'm, you were less than 200 pounds. I'm going to guess you were probably 160, 170 pounds, something like that, as a quarterback. On the money. Okay. Now, yes, if, you're not a, if you're not a football player or an enthusiast, may not get the grab. I'm going to lay the picture out for you. So here's Randy as a quarterback. 170 pounds, maybe slightly less. And when that ball is snapped, he's got at least four men that weigh anywhere from 220 to 260, some of them outweighing him by 100 pounds, running just as fast as they can directly at Randy and knock him down as quickly and as hard as they can. In the meantime, Randy has the football, and he's got to maintain his cool, maintain his composure, keep an eye on those uh, uh ends those receiving wide receivers that are out there trying to find one that's open and toss and pass the football while at the same time these men are rushing as hard as they can to knock them down and um that taught you a lot about discipline and uh and uh being able to do things under pressure didn't it randy it does you know uh, i learned that uh you know as you see all these obstacles coming at you in life and you just got to stay focused on on the uh, objective in the game and you'd be surprised a lot of them will miss you a lot of them will be blocked by your other people and a lot of them you can just circumvent by going around and making small angle moves that's right that's right well that's I'm, I'm glad you shared that story with us randy it, it explains a lot to me about who you are and how you got to be who you are well randy um uh, do we have any update on, on how our brother up to Grove is doing, sir? He is uh, actually in a, a rehab facility uh, in uh, um, Arkansas, and he's going to be there for about 19 days. But, you know, I talked to him uh, the other day, and he, uh, because there has been a, a brain bleed, probably stroke, um, you know, if you're talking to him about right now, there's sometimes confusion, but if you're reminiscing about the past, he's he's pretty clear and he really loves that. But he's not out of the woods, you know. Everybody, uh, we we still want you to pray for him, but but uh, he is in rehab, hopefully for 19 days, and then they'll determine what well, he'll do those, from there. For those who don't know, uh, Ken Updegrove uh, was the founder of the. Our cave and intentional community half a century ago, and he's had some health issues recently. As Randy just let us know, well, well, thank you for the update. We'll keep prayers coming for Brother Up to Grove. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, 
we have these little critters in the Ozarks called tree frogs, and uh, they started singing their songs a couple of days ago in February, which is highly unusual. Uh, are the tree frogs out in your area? They are. I mean, John, if I wouldn't know better, I would say that we're going into spring, but I know that that can certainly be a, 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 a misnomer because we could have snow, more snow, but I'm seeing all types of spring signs, but I do hear the tree frogs. Well, it, you can't fool Mother Nature and you can't fool the tree frogs. They know when it's spring. And um, Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, this is the uh, still the, uh, the third week of, uh, well, we're, we're beginning the fourth week of February today, but uh, I, I, I know if people keep track of such things, uh, I, I don't write down on my calendar when the tree frogs begin their songs, but uh, I'm not sure I've ever heard the tree frogs in February, ever. Uh, and it's neat. I always look forward to the for tree frogs, and uh, generally, they're usually near water, and not always, but um, it's a it's a delightful sound and, and a very uh, heartwarming sound, isn't it, Randy? It really is. You know, to sit on your porch and, and be able to hear nature uh, in its entirety like that is just amazing. It really is. It is. Right. And, um, well, ladies and gentlemen, the U.S. Navy, not John Moore, the U.S. Navy scientists, and, and uh, I've met some, I've met a couple of men and women who the Navy's tried to recruit because they had IQs, off the charts, crazy IQs. U.S. Navy scientists designated the Arkansas and Missouri Ozarks, also known as the Ozark Plateau, as a safe haven. So it's not John Moore's uh, idea. It's the idea of the U.S. Navy scientists. And uh, that's what we're talking about. Uh, the Ark Haven Intentional Christian Community down near Harrison, Arkansas, far enough away that we don't, have to, we, the people that live at Ark Haven, don't have to deal with any of the nuances of uh, small city life, which are not too bad, but uh, far enough away to be considered rural, um, far enough away to have large lots with five acres plus lots. Uh, Ark Haven has 12 miles of roads. And more roads to be built as necessary, doesn't it, Randy? It does. You know, and, and in fact, we've been working on the roads in the last uh, two and a half weeks since we've gotten some beautiful sunshine weather and uh, getting it spruced up from the, the little winter that we had. And, and uh, we have right now 12 miles of road, and we're constantly working on drives and different things uh, concerning infrastructure. Now, Randy, we have listeners who do not have Internet access. It simply is not. Uh, I know some listeners have intentionally gave up that access. Others who simply don't have it for whatever reason. But um, I'm going to give out the phone number here in a moment. Now, uh, I'm going to ask you, Randy, if people call in, is there a way for people who don't have Internet access to have uh, material mailed to them uh, since they don't have Internet access? We do, yeah. Uh, we have uh, mail delivered uh, out to the county road. Uh, which we have set up mailboxes. People also use P.O. boxes. But you can also have UPS, Amazon, FedEx, uh, all the above mailed directly to your home here. Okay, well, uh, you, you misunderstood my question. Listeners who want something mailed to them, is there a way to do that, sir? There is. Uh, there's Internet access all over the property. Certainly uh, is. No, no, we're still not clear. Um Anyway, the telephone number is 833-275-4283. 833-275-4283. Uh, 
I'll say again, 833-275-4283. Randy, if somebody calls that number and they don't have internet access, is there a way things can be mailed to them? Uh, it can. Yeah, when they when they leave a message, um, is that what you're referring to? Right. Is there a way for, for material to be mailed by the Postal Service to our listeners that do not have internet access? Uh, there is, yes. Thank you. <laughs> that was a struggle <laughs> for both of us. Um, I'm sorry. So, that's okay. It's early. I know you're. I know you're not a morning person, and typically you would be uh, counting Z's at this time of day. But uh, we appreciate you getting up early. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have internet access, call the number I gave. I'll give it again slowly, and uh, the, the the telephone's banned during business hours and sometimes other times. Leave a message. Nobody picks up. Here's that phone number: eight three three two seven five four two eight three. Well, now that it appears spring has sprung, we might get a, a, a uh, another taste of winter. Uh, that certainly could happen. But uh, I expect outdoor activities are going to uh, dramatically uh, ramp up there at our cabin, aren't they? They are. You know, you see a lot of the young people hustling, bustling. We're working the animals. It's time to, you know, to uh, worm the animals and to do uh uh, try yearly treatments on them, and and uh, the kids are playing. People are riding on ATVs and side by sides, and uh, just a lot of going on. People building homes. Okay, uh, so uh, if you have an account or a, cl- a close estimate, how many homes are uh, uh, in the process of being built right now, sir? Uh, there are probably a half a dozen uh, being currently built. We have over. Over forty homes, maybe more than that, that are already built, and uh, and more coming. Um, and the issues we dealt with uh, in four years ago in twenty twenty. Now, my nephew, he was a contractor at the time. He says, "John, when one two by four eight feet long cost eight dollars, I shut down my business." Uh, that's that's how bad things were four years ago, weren't they? They were, man. Price wars were going on. There weren't any houses available, so certainly uh, supply and demand issue. People were warring for houses. If you bought a house and put a bid, didn't mean it was yours. They were going to put in multiple bids behind it, and the and the the winner lot one. So that unfortunately made it to where people were paying twenty, thirty, forty, sixty thousand above the value of that home. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Well, it's not the case anymore. Uh, the contractors. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, did I cut you off, Randy? No, not at all. I was oh, agreeing okay. with you. Well, it's well, uh, not the way it is now. You're, you're in, you're, you have conversations with the various contractors. Uh, we know, as best I can tell, based on my experience here in my part of the Ozarks, we, we no longer have issues with. Uh, supply chain charges uh, to build a home anymore. Is that is that what you're finding out also? There's lots of materials everywhere. And oh, prices right. are coming down. Yes. We have a break. We have a break. We'll be right back. Call number is 
Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and judiciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth in, say, gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food, seeing that the dollar's cheap. That's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And the gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated, it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis, gold, a valuable thing to store, the power of gold in times of crisis. Historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the Ides of Rare Coin Dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. John Moore's private consultations are the most comprehensive services available any place, anywhere in the world. They're available now and provide valuable knowledge and information that protects an individual, family, or group. We provide clarity, focus, and information for you and your associates for any situation. We have just the right knowledge, just the right information from just the right professionals. Schedule your consultation for your family or group now. Contact us at thelibertyman.com. That's thelibertyman.com. Once again, thelibertyman.com. Christian community. There's a panel at my website at thelibertyman.com. We have with us Randy Parker. He's uh, representing the Archive of Intentional Community this morning. And uh, Randy, uh, here at my website, there's a, 
a couple of, of paragraphs. Uh, actually, it's only about three or four sentences that I, I think may help all our listeners understand what's going on at Arkhaven. This is under the uh, section titled Defining the Intentional Neighbor Concept. It begins with the following. Our concept of community is called intentional neighbors. The intentional neighbor concept provides an opportunity for like-minded people to own adjacent land and provide mutual aid to our neighbors without obligation or managers. Next paragraph. In this housing development on thousands of acres, you own your own land and hold the deed. You will have no boss, leader, or mandatory denominational doctrines. Community members remain autonomous. Very important. Let's, I'll read that again. Community members remain autonomous. You will enjoy the pride of ownership and the luxury of sharing common areas that allow neighbors to have peace of mind. Last sentence. Various churches, social groups, and home fellowship, fellowships can develop and, fl- and flourish. You know, was the me- the uh, protocols put in place, uh, which be- which began half a century ago, are designed to present prevent the downside of what many of these types of communities have gone through and prevent it from becoming a cult, prevent it from becoming something that is is no fun at all. And it's been quite successful in that regard, hasn't it, Randy? It has. You know, when you look at most communities that have tried, uh, most of them have failed miserably. But there's generally a sense of, of one belief system uh, and one denomination. Everybody does the same thing. There's all different types of ones out there. And it's just not what was downloaded to us by God. We wanted everyone to be the king of their own castle, the queen of their own home. Uh, no kings, but King Jesus. And, and uh, you know, uh, if someone has a need, they put it on our signal group and, and people will come. So it's about people helping people, showing the love. Uh, if your neighbor has a need, you, you go and see them. If you have a problem with your neighbor, you go and see them and talk to them about it. And, uh, it just uh, leads to a great way to live. It is. And the communities that have, that have failed or, or, or will fail in the future, typically there's one man in charge, and the style of leadership is the following, my way or the highway. And uh, yeah. that, that, and you've, I'm sure you've made the same observation, haven't you, Randy? We have indeed. And, you know, life is just not that way. If you're used to being in the United States, states and having the sense of freedom that we have then i don't know how people want to live that way well what ends up happening in that kind of group is uh the, the men and women attracted to it are willing to conform and give up their sovereignty to this one man who's uh does a self-designated leader and um it always it always leads to um, downfall, to issues, to problems. Sometimes involving law enforcement, sometimes not. But uh, what's been in play, put in place at our cabin is designed to prevent anything like that from happening. And with a half century of track record of being successful, I have no doubt that it will continue. Uh, right, Randy? It's exactly right. Yes, there's uh, people that. Uh, come here from all over, and, and that's one of the things that they comment on. You know, you can participate in community activities anytime you want uh, or not. We can be as hands-on in helping you with your homestead or hands-off. It's totally up to you. 
Absolutely. Well, that's the way it is, and that's the way it should be. And that that's the way it will be for decades into the future. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you may be looking for a place to retire. Uh, with my demographics, we have a lot of folks who are uh, grandparents, and they're looking for a, a safe haven, a fun place. Uh, to uh, spend their their golden years, so to speak. We also have some younger folks uh, that are in the process of starting a family, raising children, and they want a place that's uh, separate from what's become mainstream America where um, they they won't have to worry about uh, whether their their teenage daughter is going to be sharing a locker room with a young man. Uh, all the crazy stuff going on in mainstream America, those things simply won't be tolerated at Arcade Willing. No, uh, we don't have the down pressures like that. I mean, we're we're not without problems uh, like any other place, but we try to avoid them at all costs. Well, recently, Glenn Beck in the last few days did a a less than one-hour video presentation where he gives a, a summary of how we got to where we are. And he mentions the Cloward-Piven uh, strategy to cause our own downfall, which basically the Cloward-Piven uh, strategy is to encourage uh, people to take part in these giveaway programs such as welfare to bankrupt the system. Yes. Here's our break. We'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Go to republicbroadcasting.org, smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the cool United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, yeah, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party 
party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. So let's fix bayonets. We'll have the advantage of moving down the hill. They got to be tired, the revs. They got to be close to the end if we are. So fix bayonets. Ellis, wait, Ellis, you take the left wing. I'll take the right. I want a right wheel forward of the whole regiment. What, you mean charge? Yes, but here's what we do. We're going to charge swinging down the hill. Just like we pulled back to this left side of the regiment, now we're going to swing it down. We swing like a door. We're going to sweep them down the hill just as they come up. Understand? Does everybody understand? Yes, yes sir. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. My website is thelibertyman.com. Most recent posting at my COVID section is a... Less than one half hour testimony by Dr. Teresa Long, MD. She's a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Army, responsible for certifying more than a thousand young men to be pilots or not be pilots for physical fitness. That's a very great responsibility. And uh, she takes her job seriously. I take her seriously. And uh, what she's testifying to is very important. She's te- giving testimony about medical records being changed. Uh, by the authorities, um, putting our everybody's lives in danger, quite frankly, because um, her testimony, uh, while it directly relates to U.S. Army pilots, certainly applies to all the commercial pilots that are flying over your head right now, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Also, on my website, you'll find energy cleaners. I picked up a fresh delivery last night. I'll be getting caught up on back orders today. If you have issues with pain, you need an energy cleaner. Issues with sleep, same thing. You need an energy cleaner. Keep in mind, I do something your health care provider is highly unlikely to do. I offer a 90-day money-back guarantee on the energy cleaner. Details at thelibertyman.com. Visiting with Randy Parker. He is here this morning representing the Arkhaven Intentional Christian Community. A great place to live, a great place to raise a family, a great place to retire, a great place to establish a, a family tradition. Right, Randy? It is. It is. And uh, we've had lots of families that have come from all over, and uh, they are transitioning. Everyone kind of has a different ideal of, of their timeline on transitioning, but it's a wonderful place to come and, and reestablish life. Well, I, I can see you 
quite easily where uh, a, a husband and wife would establish their homestead there, their children become adult children, uh, adults, excuse me, and um, uh, at some point in the future, the uh, children and the grandchildren take over what the grandparents built. Uh, that's inevitable, and that, that's what will be, will be happening, isn't it? It is, it is. In fact, a lot of people uh, always ask, you know, is this a leg legacy ownership? And of course it is. It's just like any other uh, uh, investment property or property that you own. It's definitely willable, sellable, and transferable. Right, right. So, um when a person buys a lot there, whether it's five or ten or a hundred acres, uh, they get a, a general warranty deed, don't they? They do, yes, sir. It's fee simple general warranty deed. Well, that's, that's the the best form of a deed, and um, I have I had a real estate broker's license myself back in the nineteen uh, eighties, and uh, that's what you want. If you haven't bought real estate before. The deed, the type of deed you want is a general warranty deed. Uh, that's the most secure way to buy real estate in the United States, isn't it? It is. Yes, sir. And then so, from there, if you want to put it in a truck or anything else, you can do that. Right, right. Well, once it's yours, you can do it as you want. And uh, with, with the various tax issues going on, uh, people may want to uh, look at a trust or some other way to protect their investment as, as the years and decades move forward, couldn't they? Yes, they should. Well, um, I'd like to get updates on the community center. What's the current status of the community center being built, sir? We are working on the landscaping around it, the parking lot areas, and the goal is to have the community settling uh, where we can meet in it by early summer. Okay, well... Early summer means late spring, so we're looking at about uh, three or four months away, something like that. Yes, sir. Okay, well, that's, that's pretty where close. Our goal is. Pretty close. That's that's great. Good to know that. Yes, we're looking forward to it. We we need a bigger place to to, to meet, and, and uh, it's exciting to to see the progression of it. Well, the uh, the. Uh, Community center can be used for birthday parties, anniversaries, wedding receptions, uh, meetings, uh, Bible studies, uh, uh, homeschool events. It'll be it'll be used probably almost every day of the week, won't it? Uh, yes, sir. I think it will. You know, there's so many different uh, events and 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 uh, different situations where people need to gather, and it'll be a blessing to have that. Well, let's not forget the women. Uh, uh, Lee isn't with us this morning, but uh, Lee is active in several of the women's groups that are uh, active there, isn't she? Yes. In fact, uh, that was Leah. Uh, in fact, she's uh, hosting exercise class, and and uh, then they have get-togethers to where medical people get together, uh, Bible studies, prayer meetings, you name it, it happens. Right, right. And once again... Uh, it's optional. If, if a woman wants to participate in a ladies' exercise class, she can do so. If she chooses not to, she obviously doesn't have to. Uh, and uh, there is a are there Bible, or separate is there Bible study groups for men only and Bible study groups for women only and and joint Bible studies. How does that work? What's the going on there in that regard? Uh, it's all of the above. People are doing home groups. You know, it's like any other neighborhood. 
when you move into a neighborhood, you kind of gravitate to different people that you've befriended and feel like that you have a lot of things in common. And same here, so people can establish their own uh, Bible studies, book readings, uh, prayer meetings, uh, praise and worship groups, uh, and all of that's happening. Well, uh, last week, Randy, you weren't able to be with us, and I, I spent most of the hour talking about why the U.S. Navy has designated the Arkansas-Missouri Ozarks as a safe haven and um, gave a lot of details about my own research, details about the, the, the two dozen men I've interviewed who were, were at the classified Navy briefings and um, uh, hopefully giving people enough information that they can be satisfied that the uh, uh, Arkansas-Missouri Ozarks, the Ozark Plateau, is truly a safe haven for multiple, multiple reasons. Not only uh, the main reason that the Navy is concerned, which is rising ocean levels, but uh, all the uh, ancillary things that are attached to that, such as being West Mississippi, which means a lower population density. It's uh, the uh, latitude, which is far enough south that you still get a bit of winter, but not that brutal winter as you get four or 500 miles north of us. Uh, a long growing season, typically about a nine-month growing season, uh, we have droughts, but not the kind of droughts you see out west. We still have water even during the worst droughts. And um, all these things combined to make the Ozark Plateau very desirable, doesn't it, Randy? It does. It was amazing to me when I started looking at the bullet points that it takes to, to be a safe haven. And when you visited some of the other ones, some of the things that they didn't have uh, in a down scenario would be horrible to try to live through. Yeah, once you do your homework, and I encourage people to do their own homework, do their own research, and you'll come to the same conclusion I have and that Randy have, has, and the same conclusion the U.S. Navy scientists have come to. Um, I mentioned, uh, uh, Randy, I've met a couple of men and women who, uh, the US, well, one that the U.S. Navy and the other the U.S. Air Force Intelligence Services try to recruit. They both had... Uh, IQ so high, they almost were so high they couldn't be measured. But uh, that's the kind of men and women that, that these intelligence services in the Navy, the Air Force, and the Army uh, recruit. And that's who's doing the work. Are very bright men and women who have high IQs and have come to the conclusion that the uh, Ozark Plateau is a very safe place. Uh, Randy, when I was, uh, I did a presentation in Detroit at a hotel meeting room the, with the Prophecy Club out of Topeka, Kansas, on this matter of the uh, violent earth changes. And um, a three-hour presentation. During one of the breaks, a gentleman introduced himself to me. He says, John, I'm in the insurance industry. M myself and my co-workers, we've wondered for years, why are there so many thousands of retired Navy people in the zip codes of the Arkansas-Missouri Ozarks? He says, now we know. Now we know. And um, so within the Navy Submarine Corps, uh, there's no secret about how safe the Ozark Plateau is. And chances are uh, uh, at, the, at the local veterans uh, groups around uh, Branson and around uh, Harrison, you'll find an inordinate number of Navy veterans compared to the other services, the Army, the Marines, the Air Force, an inordinate number of Navy veterans, especially submarine veterans, that you would not expect to see, especially the Submarine Corps, because it's a very small service. And um, 
But if you looked into it, Randy, I think that's what you would find. I believe that. Yes, sir. We, uh, Leah did most of our due diligence on, on those topics, and I was amazed at all the, uh, the different bullet points that made the Ozarks what it was. But, you know, we lived in Branson, Missouri for 21 years, and we were always fascinated by the amount of people testifying to us why they came to the Ozarks. Right, right. Well, uh, I wouldn't want to live very near Branson. Uh, it, it, the majority of people who live in the city limits of Branson are not country people with country survival skills. But once you're 10 or 15 miles away from Branson, you're simply in the Ozarks again, aren't you? You are. In fact, uh, that was one of the reasons why we decided to move farther away. We realized that uh, we weren't far enough out of the limits of, of cities and, and bigger cities from there. And so we decided to to look further, and, and uh, that's how we came to where we are now. Yeah, the same thing applies to a, a beautiful area of Missouri, the Lake of the Ozarks area, which has more than a 1,000 miles of coastline on, on the Lake of the Ozarks. And uh, it's a beautiful area uh, with great restaurants, great shopping, great people in normal times. But quite frankly, the majority of people who move there are city people transplanted looking for a fun and desirable place to live that don't have country skills and aren't, are not going to have them. And quite frankly, um, being around thousands of people uh, that don't have the country skills necessary for survival it is not the place I want to be. And it sounds like it's not for you either, is it, Randy? It is not, no. Uh, after You know, when you receive knowledge and wisdom about things such as this, you know, the, the word says that a wise man seeth trouble and hideth himself from it. And uh, in that same chapter, it says a prudent man seeth trouble and plans for it. So uh, I want to do that. I want to be where God, number one, wants me, but also uh, where a safe place is, a safe haven. And, uh, and this is certainly the best that I've found anywhere. Uh, I had a visitor at my home yesterday. He's a member of my local American Legion post, and he's an Army veteran, uh, 80 years old. He, he has a homestead. Uh, the spring water comes up to his back door. He carries the water in in five-gallon buckets. He heats with wood. He's talking about expanding his garden. Uh, making it almost twice as big as it was, and talking about his chickens and his barn. And and uh, he's just living the life that he wants to live uh, deep in the mountains of the Missouri Ozarks, just like myself. And he's uh, he said, he says, John, I lived for 11 years with no electricity. He was up in Alaska at the time. And he, he says, I lived without electricity for 11 years. And uh, so he knows what it's like to live off-grid. And uh, he's doing quite well. He's healthy. And, and uh, uh, enjoys solitude and the beauty of the Ozarks. Um, and, and that's men and women like him are not that all that uncommon in the Ozarks, are they? They are not. I've always been amazed at the people that are in these hills that have been living this way for their entire life. In fact, Lee and I went to church with, and, and he's still there uh, in Hollister, Missouri, uh, of a man who lived on a dirt floor, still does, you know, no electricity, burns wood. But, you know, I remember as a kid uh, uh, people living that way too. And uh, it's amazing how a lot of our people, believe it or not, we have a handful that are living just that way now. They they don't want 
the conveniences. They came here to do it that way, and, and of course, uh, we applaud them for trying it. Absolutely, uh, and I do also. My my uh, my maternal grandmother uh, grew up and lived that way herself, and uh, you know, I always spend summers with her. I learned a lot. Uh, you, you probably saw the the TV show Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, the the character called Granny. Um, reminds me a lot of my grandmother. In fact, some of the same vocabulary. Uh, for example, food was vittles. It's just like granny in the Beverly Hillbillies. My uh, grandmother referred to food, food as vittles. And um, she uh, uh, lived on a, a little three-acre homestead, uh, had her own chickens, had her garden, no running water. She, When she remarried uh, well into her 70s, uh, that she, she could afford to have running water installed in the house. But um, you know, and she she lived a a, a healthy life and a, and a very uh, clean life, uh, despite not having the conveniences we think of with uh, hot and cold running water, central air and heat, and so forth. And uh, she was quite happy and, and had no desire to change it. And and that's one of the keys to this is people being happy, isn't it, Randy? It is, you know, and and that comes in different forms. But what I found is people who have never homesteaded before, when they come here, we have one group from uh, a family from New York City, and they live in the container home that I showed you. But they had never raised an animal or grew a garden, and this is their third year of being here. And man, have they flourished! Their animals are doing good. They've learned it all themselves, which is impressive to me. And of course, other neighbors have shown them. Uh, do- different skills if they wanted it and uh it's just amazing how people are flourishing this way and enjoying it uh that's what we hear from these people is how much they've enjoyed learning it and and that's one of the keys to uh, uh, the whole thing is uh, and i I was talking to one of my neighbors the other day and and he's uh he's in his early 80s and he's got some health issues and uh he, he talked about something he wanted to do, and I said, "If you want, to, if that brings you joy, then you should do it." And the people that move to Arkhaven, what they do brings them joy, doesn't it? It does. It does. And uh, you know, we've all. For me, you know, when I left home, I said I'd never want to do it again because I remember how much work it was. But after I started having children, I was trying to unwind corporate living and and figure out how do I get back on the land so it is enjoyable and it is a lot of work but the work is satisfying it's something about sweating and doing a hard day's labor and then finding yourself uh, setting back resting and thinking wow that was really cool you know you're so much enjoyment in the labor of your hands absolutely I, uh, I found the same thing myself of working as a homicide detective. Uh, most of my work was what might be called brain work, and uh, doing something with my hands on weekends really made a difference. Here's a break. We'll be right back.
Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3DBunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new Ease-Off Drop and Lift? What in the world is an Ease-Off Drop and Lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Company will fix bayonet! All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're visiting with Randy Parker. We're discussing the Arcave and Intentional Christian Community, a great place to raise a family, a great place to retire, a great place simply to live and enjoy life. Um, living in Arcave can become whatever a person chooses it to be, can't they? Can it, Randy? It can. You know, people have different walks of life and uh, different job and, 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 and skills. And so anything that the that uh, that you want to do is able to do here. There's jobs, anything like that that you want 
or reestablishes your life. So a couple could uh, build a one-room cabin similar to what uh, Davy Crockett had 200 years ago with a dirt floor and a fireplace, or they could build a, a very comfortable home with uh, several thousand square feet, uh, hot and cold running water, air conditioning, central heat, uh, all the modern conveniences, uh, or anything in between. And uh, what people do is certainly their choice, isn't it, Randy? It is. In fact, uh, we have different builders that uh, offer different things, but you don't have to use those. You can. Many people do it on their own, and we've had people build A-frame homes. We've had people do cabins, traditional homes, uh, fox block, uh, solar thermal homes. You name it, they're building it. Uh, I'm not familiar with fox block. We got a couple of minutes. What's fox block? Fox block is a our own material that is fireproof that you can put uh, rebarb and pour concrete. People have made them bulletproof. Uh, it's great for insulation. Uh, again, fireproof. The uh, R factor is above anything I've ever seen and uh, just a great way of building a home. And it's pretty much priced the same as a stick built home. Would you, would you spell Fox block for me, please? Yes, it's F-O-X-B-L-O-C-K-S, Fox Block. Got it, got it, okay. Yeah, I, I think I have ran across that before. I need to study, it up, study up on it a little bit more. Well, uh, Randy, uh, about uh, one minute here to uh, summarize your thoughts for the day and for the week, sir. Well, if, if it's on your heart to get out of the cities, and to find uh, a different way of life, we want you to give Ark Haven a, a hard look because people have came from all over the world, actually, and you'll never find a place like the Ozarks. The terrain is palatable. Whether you're a novice uh, or a very experienced person, like John was talking about from Alaska, you'll find that the Ozarks uh, is a great way to homestead and not have the stresses of some of the other so-called safe havens that are out there. The winters are amazing. Uh, we look forward to it. Uh, they're short winter seasons, uh, but also you have four true seasons that make it beautiful. If, whether you're an outdoors person, uh, it's very close to small towns, so come see us. Give us a call. Absolutely. Randy, thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate you being with us, and we look forward to talking to you next Friday, sir. All right. Have a great week. Okay. We're top of our break. We'll be back with um, Dr. Huff. Stay tuned.
one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. 